listening to KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. I'm Winnie Hurts from Tabby Cat, Tula Weber. And I'm Abby Baker. And welcome to today's show, everybody. Hey. Hey, guys. Um, okay, so today we're talking a, a very broad topic, which is truth. Truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. We are talking about truth today. Yeah, lucky y'all. All right, so... Um, I don't really know how to introduce this. We just felt that it was a relevant episode. Cough. <coughs> um, okay, so true means in accordance with fact or reality. Yeah. That's what true means. Um, so do we have different definitions of truth? Do you have a different definition or do you do you feel that's pretty fitting? I feel that's pretty fitting. I mean, I'm not, I, I feel like I'm pretty connected to what's true and what isn't in, in some sort of sense. So I, I identify with that definition. Yeah, reality, okay. something that actually happened. <coughs> Alrighty. Anyway. Um, so, uh, let's just dive right in, let's asking just, the real question. Let's just get into it. Um, so, th- something that I've been thinking about a lot is, can you have a subjective truth, or is there only one truth? Okay, this is actually a difficult question. I think we, 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 no always, kidding. we always lightly talk about things as we're creating the outline for every episode. Oh my gosh, the headphones are being weird. I feel like I can't hear. Really? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to steal some of the other ones? I'll no, start talking. No, it, it, it's all right. All um, right. Just making sure everyone can hear me out there because... I can hear you. Okay, good. So, subjective and objective truth. C- can the truth be subjective? In my opinion, I feel like definition-wise, no, it can't. But since things are so, like, built around society, you know, that I feel like subjective truth is is present like maybe maybe it isn't like if you get down to the nitty-gritty of it maybe it isn't technically real you know yeah i think i um, feel like it's so prevalent at this point that we kind of have to regard it as an option if that makes sense i think it's ironic that we are talking about our opinions on subjective truth (laughs) yeah um it's a little ironic i will say um but yeah i think I think subjective truth may not not be the right way to put it because I, I think there is only one truth, like there's only one thing that happened. Um, if we're talking about like a situation that could have happened in one person's eyes or another person's, only one thing actually happened there, um, but your perception of it may be different. So I think everyone can have their own perceptions. I, I would hesitate to call it a truth. I would also hesitate to call it a truth. I mean, every argument, there's two sides, right? For sure. And, you know, every situation, there's two sides. And I feel like having a perception on a situation is fine. Like, you don't have to believe in evolution or something. Like, you you don't have to perceive that as true. You yeah. know what I mean? But that doesn't make it untrue, I feel. Yeah, I think in accordance with fact or reality, is it's really interesting because uh, two people may experience a situation and they've experienced the exact same situation like they were both there for it um and yet what how they tell their story is different because they have different emotions correlated with the situation um different experiences to judge the situation off of um and so while their their personal perception can be in accordance with the truth it may not be exactly what happened yeah no only what happened maybe yeah 
I can I can agree on that. And also, you can you can really blow this out of proportion and be like, reality itself is fabricated, so truth isn't even real. And you can go as far as you want. But if we're if we're keeping it on, on a relatively small scale, then I'm gonna agree with you here on that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So we've pretty much determined you do have your own perception you have your own idea of what is true and then you also have the objective truth the thing that actually happened um so the question of the day which is more important hmm hmm and i mean my my immediate thought is the actual truth like that's what i i want to say except uh it's it's hard to determine oh yeah if you couldn't tell we are talking about truth um yeah so i think subjective truth in some ways is more important your perception is more important because that's all you have maybe no one in the universe has the actual truth because we're all perceiving it through a different lens so it's uh, yeah this is hard i think subjective truth societally prevails although objective truth probably is more is more stable and reliable but i mean it, it, it's it's a complicated question because even you can think that the objective is subjective if you really want to like l like i said i mean you can you can blow things so far out of proportion when it comes to thinking about things subjectively like every opinion you have can be yeah you know yeah it, it, it's difficult so let's give an example because i feel like we're talking really yeah. abstractly so Two people go into a situation and they have a conversation. Give a topic of conversation. What's the conversation about? I don't know. What should it be about? Um, I think their conversation is about a failed friendship that they've had. Okay. Okay. They're having a conversation about a failed friendship. And so one person goes into the conversation and they say, I'm sorry. And the other person says, well, I think that you did this or whatever. And so they have this conversation and it's a really complex situation because both of them have had their own feelings and experiences going into the conversation. And one person can leave the conversation feeling like totally resolved. They feel like this friendship, I, feel, I have closure, I feel better. And the other person can leave the conversation feeling like the other person has just like yelled at them. They feel like their feelings have been diminished and- The situation may have, they think might've gotten worse even. Yeah, might've gotten worse. And so only one thing happened, but is the thing that happened really the most important thing or is what the two people feel about it the most important thing? Hmm. Okay, this is hard because I know we're very different in the way we handle emotional situations. Mm -hmm. But I think that if you're trying to fix something, obviously people's perception of the of the situation is more important, in quotes. Like, you have to take that into account more because of the whole, like, human aspect of being alive, you know? Yeah. So, while as much as I would just like to be like, okay, here's the facts of what happened, here's what happened you know the other person's gonna be like no because i felt this way and you said and then you know you don't get anywhere so i yeah. think you can really only solve emotional situations by regarding the emotional perspective i agree yeah all right so um one thing that i have been thinking about a lot i read a poem recently called the emperor of ice cream it's by wallace stevens um and so the quote let be be finale of seem i thought was really relevant so yeah we were talking about this yeah so i thought uh, how I interpreted that it, it took a lot of annotating I can't lie um, is what is real at the end of the day will conquer what seems to be to everyone else um, 
and you know I, I don't know how much I agree with that because I think at the end of the day what you have is people's perceptions of you they're not going to even they're not going to see the object the objective truth of what has happened or what your life has been like at the end of the day at your funeral people will be discussing how they perceived you yeah um and so that's why it's really interesting because i want to say there is an objective truth we there's only one thing that actually happened and you know there is only one thing that actually happened um, but is that one thing what, what matters? matters oh my god what matters so cute kind of kind of sucks though yeah um yeah so i think what we can say here no one can perceive objective truth yeah because automatically your brain isn't a recorder everything that you see and perceive through your senses goes through a filter of what you know and have experienced yeah. and if you treat your life as an experiment and like you have all these variables involved every variable is going to affect your perception of any situation the yeah. objective truth is a myth in any emotional situation and i mean i would even go as far as to say most situations at all that regard human interaction yeah yeah um shrugs i was like so then, given everyone's different perceptions, how do we determine truth? For example, like if we're talking about the justice system, um, okay, so let's give a really a, a simple, so someone killed someone, it, we go into the justice system. The yeah. case goes into the justice system. We're trying to figure out who killed who. And in that kind of situation, there isn't any subjective truth. There is someone killed this person. And that's bad. And that's bad. So here's the thing. How, how we, how, okay. I, I'm acting like. Spill the tea. Like I'm God or something, but no. How Tula we, determines truth. How we perceive truth is by how many people think this is morally correct. Yeah, so, so popular opinion. So popular opinion, herd mentality. If 98% of people think it is bad to kill people, no matter the context, then it's bad to kill people. Because the 2% of people in, in most situations other than like, I don't know, maybe a 1% of people being really rich and controlling everything. Other than that, this 2% really doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, so that's uh, what we think of when we think of democracy. Yeah. Uh, the popular majority determines the truth and what happens. And, and, and most of the time by popular majority, it's like 60-40 and, and not this um, comparison of like 98 and 2. I, I would say. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people are unsatisfied with most democracy now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting that we still think of that as something really important because uh, the democracy that we have right now may not be the perfect democracy, but it definitely, we still hold those ideals of what everyone thinks matters collectively. Yeah. Um, oh, I had something to say, but I don't remember it. That's okay. We can continue until it comes back. Okay. Someone says, are we? Are they trying to defend murder? Yes. Yes, that is what we are doing right now. We are defending murder. Who else in the crowd pro-murder right now? Um, no. I'm that just, was sarcastic. I, we don't defend murder. I'm sorry. No, we do not condone murder. Uh, no, the the situation is a lot of people in, the, in this hypothetical 2% that would be against killing a certain person would probably be like, okay, what's the context of the crime? And if the crime is killing someone because in self-defense because they were trying to hurt you or hurt your family or something, there's a lot of people that could rationalize that murder while the majority of people would be like, killing people is bad no matter what. So I'm just saying like, yeah. So what when we so let's continue with this example. Um, so 
like you just said, popular opinion matters so much in our culture. And so generally a jury and a judge will determine the outcome. They say who killed who. Um, But what happens when they're wrong, when they wrongfully convict someone, when the popular opinion is not in line with the truth? Because Mm. that if they say this person killed this victim, this whatever, then is the person who they convict, are they a murderer, even though they didn't commit the murder because people all agree? In public eye, yes. So so the truth is, right? Okay. Oh my God, this gets so confusing. So the quote, truth is, they didn't kill this person, right? But when you think about it, like society's perception of you will matter more than anything you do. And your, your existence really is what people think of you. Like a lot of your personality and all of the things you do wouldn't be recognized and no one would know you if they didn't have a perception of you, right? So while a lot of people maybe, okay, in this context, like this person did not kill the other, everyone is still going to think they're a murderer because, uh, you know, whatever old guy sitting at the podium hits his hammer and is like, guess you killed someone. And then everyone's like, okay. And a lot of the times, you know, it gets out of hand and if people think you're a murderer it's kind of hard to escape that let's say a wrongful felon Mm -hmm. was unconvicted and was like okay we we find you innocent they aren't going to be treated as innocent in society in my opinion like a lot of people are still gonna think they're a murderer yeah 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 uh so i think in that situation there is an objective truth that then people believe something so it's a subjective truth but then because it's the popular opinion it turns into an objective objective truth truth. basically the formula for truth is um make everyone believe you yeah yeah subjective truth plus popular opinion equals equals quote objective proof objective truth holy crap end quote there's too many objectives (laughs) too many objectives right now I, I want someone to make a compilation of every episode that we've done where we just say the same word over and over again. Oh, so like, that would be com- so horrible. Commitment. Commit. Commitment. Commitment, but it's just us saying it every time we say it on air. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so I think we're getting a phone call right now, but neither know. of us know how to answer the phone. Do I just answer it? I don't know. I, I have to, like, turn a thing on. I'm, I'm scared. Can I? Should I just try and pick it up? I think... I don't know what's going on right now. Okay, cool. You continue. Okay. Um, so we are continuing to talk about truth while Tula answers this phone call. Um, okay, let me f- figure out where we are in the outline. We always have to blow up the outline in my notes app to be like way bigger than it actually is. Um, okay. Let's move on to, uh, are we talking about the justice system or in society in general? Are we talking about truth or right then we were talking about truth in the context of the justice system. Um, but yeah, overall, Hmm, this is going to be an interesting episode to listen back through. 
yes, truth. So yeah, we were talking about truth specifically in the context of the justice system there. Um, but overall, this episode, we're just talking about truth. We were just saying how like the justice system and popular opinion affects truth. Hey, Tim. Hey, hey, Tula, what just happened? All right. I, I have something very exciting to bring up later in the episode. Oh, great. It actually so fits in with our segment. Y- you don't, we don't get to know what just happened? No, sorry, guys. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm the co-host of the show, and I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, sorry. Half the time. That was probably really horrible, so I'm so sorry to people listening in podcast form right now who have no <laughs> idea what just happened for, like, True. two minutes while I was trying to ramble while Tula was on the phone. Um, okay, so, yeah, we were about to move on to... Uh, how does culture determine what someone thinks is true? And we kind of already talked about that. Yeah. So I, I think we can probably leave that at how it is. I okay. think we can talk about important examples in culture, maybe. Okay. Um, pop culture, herd mentality, politics, cancel culture, even are things that are are important to bring up when we talk about the the truth of things. Yeah, those things all influence the truth. Okay, here's something I've been excited to talk about. Let's talk about pop culture and its influence on the truth. So I, I bring I bring TikTok up a lot because everyone's on TikTok. Love TikTok. Literally everyone's Fun on TikTok. Platform. I have a a um, school officer in my building who has a TikTok. Everyone No way, really? Yeah. Wow. And um basically pop culture brings things you know into trends right so maybe mm-hmm. terms maybe a dance maybe an ant slang something right pop culture determines what is popular what is popular or and um right now on tiktok especially we see lots of terms being brought up and lots of people uh sharing their experiences with with psychological uh, manipulation things like gaslighting yeah Mainly just gaslighting is what I'll be bringing up. So specifically, those terms are being brought into uh, like more popular use. Yeah. It's like um, whenever, you know, in pop culture, people started saying positive reinforcement and now yeah. it's everywhere. It's like a pretty, it's like a psychological principle, but now everyone's saying it. And yeah, so we see... Perhaps this, incorrectly. <laughs> we see how pop culture sort of influences the way we speak and the way we think. And a lot of people don't think it's as major as I, I regard it to be, right? I think pop culture influences every thought that I have, everything that I do. Yeah. As a teenager who's, you know, addicted to being on their phone... It, does. it definitely has an influence for yeah. sure and it always has whether it's uh theater you know like hundreds of years ago if we're talking about theater mm-hmm. or a- any that can be considered pop culture popular culture yeah not just like celebrities right now hmm. yeah and you know yeah i think pop culture is one that's really important to talk about because i think people are under this this sort of impression that oh we're gen z like we're not as impressionable as other impression generations false false by the way false i i have this funny garfield sticker on my laptop that says you are not immune to propaganda and while i think it's a funny sticker it's also so funny to see people my age act like they are immune to propaganda or or any sort of thing like that i'm using propaganda lightly obviously like it's not like i'm trying to recruit you to the soviet union but more so like i am you (laughs) (laughs) yeah just kidding Soviet leader Abby. Soviet leader Abigail Baker. That's the least Soviet name I've ever heard. All right. Well, on that note, we will be right back. We're yeah. gonna play a couple promos and maybe a little song. Yeah. Bye. Hi, this is Andy Lee Roth from Project Censored. 
the news that didn't make the news. Tune in to Project Censored Show every Monday at 4 p.m. right here on KYRS 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Think Beer, a show that covers the amazing beverage that has grown with our civilization. Join me, Todd Grove, and a community of people that devote their time and energy to getting this great fermented beverage into your hands. We're going to explore many topics, including but not limited to beer styles, beer and food pairing, brewing techniques, raw ingredients, packaged beer, and draft systems. We're going to get to know our local beer personalities and the unique style that they bring to neighborhood bars, restaurants, breweries, and growler fill locations. So tune in every Sunday, 5 p.m. And if you're thirsty, think beer.
Hey guys, welcome back to Tabby Cat. Hey. Okay guys, I figured out how to answer calls on air. Well, I we think. know how to answer them, but we don't know how to broadcast them. I, I am I totally I not for broadcasting this right now. What if something bad happens? I'll, I'll have to t- press the button. I feel like Winnie the Pooh. I'm always so worried. <laughs> so are we going to have someone call and try to answer it on air? First, let's continue with the show. And then if someone an- if calls, I'll pick it up. Okay, if someone calls, we will experiment and figure out how to put you on air. But for now, let's keep talking about truth. Okay, so we kind of talked about uh, influences, but I want to talk about uh, technology specifically as an influence. But before we do that, we're going to answer another call. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, ready? okay. I'm, I'm scared. Okay. Okay, try talking, caller. Hello? Ugh, okay. Is this not the call button? Hold on, let me let me try and figure this out. Answer. Hey Nick. What's this button do? Okay, speak again. No. Okay. Oh, oh I'm a tech star producer. One sec. Let's continue though. Okay. And I will I will I will I will explain to y'all what the caller told me. Yeah, okay, well, you can't see it, but we have, like, this really big, complicated board with a bunch of buttons and, like, little thingies that we can push up and down, sliders, so it's a little more complicated than it looks. Um, Okay, so we're going to talk about how technology affects the truth. Do you figure it out? CR? Caller. Yes. Anyway, let's go. Okay. How does technology affect the truth? Um, a lot. I think it makes it harder to determine because of things like deep fakes, a lot of unreliable news sources. I think technology's uh, evolution has really made it hard to determine what has actually happened, especially in politics um, and stuff like that. Because you have things like sound bites, like mm-hmm. really quick little snippets and of a person saying something. And I think that really uh, is impactful because context is so important. Yeah, and oftentimes context is not present in a lot of situations. Yes. Which is what makes it so easy to demonize situations that aren't meant to be demonized. Like a high school altercation or a middle school altercation, potentially, maybe. We got another call. Okay, watch this, guys. This is the worst episode of Tabby Cat (laughs) I've ever listened to. What's this button? Hello? Hello? Okay, no one's speaking? Okay, there's an answer. Hello? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. While Tula figures this out again, we're going to keep talking about uh, technology and how it makes truth harder to determine. Um, so I, I think... Uh, it's really muddled the truth. Um, it, you can get news from one source and it doesn't have to claim that it's editorial. Hey, there's our program manager right there. Um, oh God. Okay. So I, I think one thing that we really need to talk about is how we can find truth in media that always has a spin. Um, And I think the best thing that we can do right now in this modern age is to find a lot of different sources and then we can dissect them and find a common truth in all of them. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Tula, you're back. (laughs) Hey. What? what? 
is up. I, listen, I'll I'll bring it up as it as it comes into play. All right, but all right. while we're talking about culture, actually, um, and technology, I just spoke to a listener who wanted to talk about censorship, which I think censorship, is really important. But, yeah, and how especially when, with sound bites and stuff, that's almost a, a form of censorship to remove context from things. Mm. Um, yeah, there was. Um, I was actually listening to a thing about. A person who I can't remember the name of. Um, he was a really popular conserv- conservative figure who just died recently. Can't remember the name. Um, and it was talking about how uh, there was an act about news that R- Reagan actually took away. Um, and it was about uh, fairness in news. And so you had to use... Uh, you had to use two sources. You had to, like report on both sides you couldn't just do one and since that act was taken away people have been able to have things like fox news that doesn't show both sides of the story so i think censorship yeah and not only that but censorship is so prevalent in in the form that like a lot of people don't even know things are being censored that's how that's how large scale a lot of it is and i'd like to thank miles who was the one that called in to talk about censorship because i think that's something that we probably wouldn't have brought up um in a manner that was as important as it was. Thank you, yes, Rush Limbaugh. Um, that was the conservative figure who just died recently. Yeah. Um, he was very uh, Trump-like, I will say. Nice. Uh, interesting. So, uh, how can, is that who Abby is talking about? That is who Abby is talking about, Rush Limbaugh. Um, I knew it had Rush in it, but I could not think <laughs> if it was his first name or his last name. Yeah, anyway, the Daily, a New York Times podcast, put it out, and it was really interesting. Okay, Tula, what are we on to next? All right, let's talk about, I don't know, where do you want to go from here? I think let's continue talking about uh, manipulation of the truth. Okay. So we've already talked about how popular opinion can determine whose truth is amplified. Um, But I think what we value as a culture really, and, you know, that determines popular opinion and that determines what the truth is do you know what i'm saying no maybe not a little so what our values are as a culture um so let's see right now what do you what are some things that you think we value generally as a society Mm, let's see uh like product yeah, so we... Sure. And any sort of commodity, uh, when they come out fast, especially. I think we re- we really value um, people's feelings. That too. Rather, maybe more so than like an objective yeah. perspective. Um, if we're thinking like society, like people, people, and maybe not like the economy part of society and whatnot, um, I would recognize that as, yeah, feelings are very important right now. Yeah. Especially with social media social media letting everyone share how they feel at any given moment yeah yeah and so maybe uh people's feelings since that is a value that we have in society um more people care about your feelings so when someone says my feelings have been hurt and another person says i didn't mean to hurt their feelings um the person whose feelings were hurt is probably going, their truth is going to be amplified more so than the person who didn't this mean to hurt the feelings. This is actually so true. And, and I think we've both been in altercations like this where, where that's definitely true. 
especially when when maybe the situation the person who's been really hurt has a lot of people who are as sensitive or view emotions in the same capacity that they do and it sort of spreads into this thing that gets blown out of more proportion than it should be yeah um so yeah what what the popular opinion is what our cultural values are determine the truth in some ways. Yes. Um, and I think that goes back to what we were saying about subjective truth and how the subjective truth can sometimes be more important than the objective truth. Yeah. Or even be perceived as the objective truth itself. Yeah. Um, Which is why like media manipulation and stuff is so scary. <laughs> and so I think people can use this personal truth um, to manipulate the actual truth and they can use the fact that people do value their feelings to change what people perceive actually happened. Yeah. Do you agree? I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, so like in our situation with, you know, the, the friend situation that we were talking about, you know, hypothetical at the beginning of the episode, one friend might have the truth that, out of the conversation, their feelings were hurt. So then they say, they hurt my feelings. Um, and by saying, they hurt my feelings, they've almost manipulated the actual truth because maybe they did hurt your feelings, but you're not saying what they actually said. Yeah. And I, I, every time I've been in an argument, I always validate how the other person's feeling. I'm like, okay, I understand that you're feeling hurt by this. Because... Uh, you're allowed to be hurt by any situation that happens. But but the thing that comes out of being hurt, maybe being irrational or something, leads to this sort of manipulation of personal truth or, or maybe even an attempt at manipulating the objective truth of the situation into being like, you know, they did this crazy thing. Yeah, so we just had a, a viewer say, do you think the objective truth is more important than how people feel or should be at least? And I think... I, I think... The objective truth, yes, at the end of the day, it is more important because uh, that is what actually happened. We have to know what actually happened. Yeah. But is it more important in society right now? No. And I think I don't think that's a good thing. But I think when understanding a situation, it it is just as important. Uh, the objective truth is as understanding both people's personal perceptions of what happened. Mm -hmm. Because if you can understand um, a person's perception, why they think the way that they think, why the other person thinks the way that they think, then you'll probably be able to reach a happy medium between the two if those are two people disagreeing. Yeah. And the closest you can get to an objective truth in an emotional situation is to be non-biased in a situation and hear both sides of the story and come to some sort of conclusion that represents the situation in an equal manner. Yeah. And it's really hard to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really hard to do that um especially because you can't be there for every situation if two of your friends are fighting you you're probably not going to be there for every single time that they've ever talked and so you can't get your own opinion or objective experience on what happened yeah and oftentimes like as, as much as i'd love to play messiah like you are not going to be non-biased in if you try and step into an argument with your friend and some random person you don't know, like most of the time, you're going to want to believe your friend a little bit more. And that might not even be a bad thing. Maybe your friend is in the right. But being completely non-biased in a situation, I think is really difficult. Yeah. Well, in some ways you can't be. Yeah. I don't think you can be. Non-biased. Oh my gosh. Air quotes. 
Air quotes. Air quotes. Air quotes are everything. Air quotes around this whole episode. Implied. Should that be the name of it? Truth. Truth. With air quotes around it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of funny, actually. All right. Um, so, yeah, people can use their own personal feelings and truth to manipulate the actual truth. And I think one way that people can manipulate the truth of what happened uh, can be changing their vocabulary and language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is again, kind of reaching back to psychological terms that pop culture has made popular. Um, and sort of taking the situations and you know reaching like really reaching into this bag of psychological terms and pulling out a word like gaslighting or manipulation or abuse or things like this that aren't necessarily applicable to the situation that you know yeah yeah i think gaslighting is a really popular term right now and uh from what i understand gaslighting is invalidating someone's personal recollection of what happened saying making them doubt what happened making them quote feel crazy feel crazy yeah um and so i think the term gaslighting is is thrown around a lot and that can be a really complicated term because obviously well not obviously a lot of people don't want to invalidate how other people are feeling especially with something like gaslighting if you're like that's not true they're gonna be like oh there you go gaslighting me again yeah gaslighting (laughs) when when maybe when maybe 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 they're just trying to have a conversation. And so I think that's it's it's really important to try to listen to someone before throwing around accusations. Yeah. I yeah, definitely. Especially public accusations. Yeah, and that's not to say that um y- you know, believe victims. That's of course. obviously. It's but having an open conversation about s- subjective situations is important because uh i think reconciliation is really undervalued right now yeah definitely i feel like first cancel culture has enforced this idea that like once a conflict happens like there's no going back yeah and you know there's no forgiveness there's no change there's no forgiveness there's no change which is what cancel culture does to people and there's really no second chance which i think is something okay i'm obviously not saying that you should give your abuser a second chance yeah i'm talking about it in situations in cancel culture like people who made bad jokes back in 2015 and are now being sent death threats over the internet is kind of things that we should take with a grain of salt yeah and this brings us to intention which we will talk about after this short break yes yeah Beer back. BRB. KYRS wants your brand new car. Well, not really. Yes, indeed. It's a great feeling to finally get another car after the old one's been breaking down over and over. It's another great feeling to get even more use out of an old car. Here's how. Donate it to KYRS. Car donors get a membership, a tax deduction, and the satisfaction of really helping out. Just call toll-free 855-KYRS-CAR. That's 855-597-7227. Hong Kong! Hey guys, we're back and we're talking about truth and we are about to get into intention. So to start, to start off intention, I think it's really important to talk about, you know, 
I mean, like, we kind of brought this up in the hypothetical court situation where it's like, okay, what's the intent behind this murder? And does the intent change the truth of the situation? Yes. Well, does it? No. Really? Uh, uh, Wait. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? The Where are we talking? Whose like, intention? Okay, okay. So let's go subjective Like if you truth. killed someone, but you like didn't intend to, like what are you saying? Okay. Let me bring up this situation. So a caller called in okay. and said to me, there was a situation in Spokane where this guy had his truck full of all of his tools, everything. Okay. And he had a gun and some guy is trying to steal from him and he shoots out his back window in self-defense. Okay. You know, to scare the guy off. Yeah. He dies. He shoots the guy and kills him. Okay. But this guy is found not guilty. Of of murder. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So w- what are you saying about intention then? What's your question? Does the intention change the crime? Uh, y- yes and no. Because or, he's... Um, more so with intention in, in, in relation to truth, does intention change the, like, the moral of said story? Like... Are you a bad person for killing someone when they, quote, deserved it or on accident or something? Hmm. Like, is it still morally wrong to kill that person? Yeah, I think two things can be true, one might say. Um, (laughs) Shut. Sorry. I had to that's how I was going to say it anyway. So um, two things can be true at once. Murder can be wrong. And in this situation, his intention was not to murder and maybe it in this situation it wasn't the wrong behavior to pull out a gun and say stop stealing my stuff yeah yeah so murder can be wrong and he can also not deserve jail time Hmm. it depends on what you think also depends on the judge you get if i'm being honest yeah and the color of your skin like uh, all these so many other factors uh justice system is definitely corrupt so definitely um a sort of inappropriate example to use in like an objective truth situation because you know the justice system's kind of rigged but you know for for a hypothetical i think it's fair yeah i think the the objective truth is yes this man did kill the person who was trying to steal from him um and so that's the important part though is not the man killed another man the important part is the context so this man was stealing from this man and so often we take away the context and the intention so rather than saying he was he shot this guy out of self-defense because he was stealing from his car we say he shot him and then it's a different story or we say we he killed this guy and we just end it there or we say he's a murderer and we just end it there. And this thing that starts out as as something as innocent as protecting your 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 life's sake, your everything, your belongings, turns into this like you're a cold hearted murderer. To be fair, I don't think anyone should shoot anyone. Um, but complicate like situations like these are complicated, they're sticky. It's more than just this one event that happened. Um, And so considering other people's intentions is so important in the justice system, in your personal life. Um, Bad things can happen. Bad things happen all the time. And that doesn't mean that you deserve them or anyone deserves them. Um, But considering what the other person was trying to do, what their intention was, can be really important in understanding why bad things happen. Yeah. So why is context important when determining the truth? Why is context important in determining the truth? Because 
I mean, we just said, like, a situation can... Like, yes, intention, but also I kind of want to bring back context and, like, sound bites and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, you, the things you say and the things around them matter because it changes the meaning entirely. Um, it, I'm trying to think of an example to uh, help here. Yeah. Um you can pick out an, a little audio bite of a politician saying something that may be offensive, just like the like three words that they said. Um, and it might be offensive on its own, but in the context of their entire speech, like m maybe they were giving an example of something not to say, but you wouldn't know that if yeah. it were just the three words. We've, seen, we've actually seen a lot of clips like this of politicians bringing up something Donald Trump has said, and then that gets clipped. And, and then that's what they said. And then it's shared to the conservatives. And the conservatives are like, oh, is, is this who you like who said this? Nah. But, you know. I, I mean, I, it, I, that's their truth. They saw it. They heard it. It must be true, right? Yeah. Um, and like we were saying briefly with technology, it gets even harder to determine truth when we can see things with our own eyes. And that's not the truth sometimes. Yeah. And... It's not even the real person that's talking. I took a whole media class, um, which you should look up and definitely look into, uh, on deep fakes. And I've seen some really realistic deep fakes. Yeah, it's scary. Crazy, scary, realistic. And that sort of rules out this this old rule of being like, well, if if you if you've seen it, if you if you heard it, you know. Well, and I think when we say so let's go back to the definition of true in accordance with fact or reality so how do you determine if something is true like, you know like if you can see it if you can hear it if you can touch it if you can taste it if you can sense it is it real because yeah. i can see uh i don't know i can see bernie sanders saying this thing on the internet and i can see a video of him saying i can hear it i can see it like and it's, it's not true it's not him yeah so so this it almost becomes this sort of like is it reality is it almost? reality or not and the fact that reality can be distorted by technology it's scary scary i mean you have things like um augmented reality and you can put something like in the room with you and it's not actually there but you can see it and so and, technology I mean, really messes with our perceptions of reality whether for good or for good or for bad for better or for worse it does change what truth means. And it is important to talk about uh, the variables in any situation when it comes to trying to find any sort of truth, right? Yeah. Because I almost feel like it's impossible to reach any sort of objective truth. I mean, people don't believe in the Big Bang Theory. You know, people don't believe in evolution. These things that I would regard, like, I think, obviously, evolution is an objective truth, something that happened. But I wasn't there. Yeah. You know? Everything, everything, you should question everything, at least a little bit. Yeah, I think being skeptical is a good thing, especially in today's era of media. Being a little skeptical isn't pessimistic or wrong. Being skeptical is probably the smart decision. It, it's almost just regarded as being cautious now, because anything you see can, you know... Wow, we sound crazy. I, I sound like a conspiracy theorist right now. No, I don't think so. Because in every media literacy class that you hear, if you hear a wild claim, go look it up. Like, research. Make sure that it is an accurate yeah. claim. That's not conspiracy and theorist. That's smart. This is why, for, for debate and things, you have to find multiple sources on every opinion 
that you have because you need to see, you know, you need to come up with the popular opinion for something for it to be true. Yeah. And hearing all parties or all or many perspectives uh, can help you get to the root of the situation. Um, And I think one another thing that can be really impactful with vocabulary and words and language um the specific words that we use have connotations with them absolutely uh i'll give an example so when when people talk about the affordable care act they're talking about this like great health care like awesome makes people health care more accessible for everyone yay and when they talk about obamacare which by the way is the exact same thing the exact same it is the same thing two different names for the exact same thing it's always it's so expensive public health care blah 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 and so yeah because of these two contexts they're the exact same thing and they have two entirely different connotations um and i think the words that we use words and their meanings are entirely undervalued especially right now by our generation by culture right now and not only that but words connotations change as generations change for sure everything changes and so these these words that you know didn't have the same connotation you know it's it's almost a sort of barrier yeah even um even the word manipulate we're using we're talking a lot about manipulation manipulating the truth the word manipulation has connotations with it it's a negative thing it's saying this is wrong even though we're not saying it's wrong we're saying the word manipulation yeah um so yeah i i mean it's really difficult to get objective language um because every single word has a connotation with it but when you're when you're trying to talk about a situation to someone who doesn't know anything about it, trying to frame it, I mean, everyone will frame something in a different way. Um, and I think that's something that it's important to acknowledge when you are trying to find the truth. Yeah. Everyone's going to frame it in a different way, even if it is the exact same thing that they're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so how do, how do words being used in different contexts uh, impact their meaning? Um, okay. This is actually a hot take, but you know, you know, when you say a word a lot, like maybe if you say truth a lot, it sort of feels weird to say. It doesn't feel like a word anymore. It doesn't feel like a word anymore. And with social media, you know, you can have millions of people talking about the same thing, saying the same word. We sort of get lost in it, I think. And words like gaslighting have, have lost the impact that they once had. Like, gaslighting is a very, very serious psychological manipulation term. Like, it's something that was not taken lightly, not something that was talked about a lot. And now we throw it around all the time. I mean, we're even romanticizing it at that point. I've seen so many TikToks of people being like, I just want, like, a toxic gaslighting gamer boyfriend. Like, what? No. You do? No. Bruh. All right. But things like that. Um, And I feel like using these really serious terms in non-serious co- contexts has impacted its meanings a lot. Yeah, different words have different implications. Um, and it's important to acknowledge the real world consequences of the words that you say, the specific words that you choose to have come out of your mouth. Um, and you know, the old adage, uh, think before you speak comes to mind. True. And also, I think it's just important to acknowledge the real world in general. Like, if if you go outside for once and you accuse some random person of gaslighting you for for saying, like, 
wow, you, like, that doesn't make any sense. They're going to think that that's not, you know, no one's going to believe that. Yeah. It's just sort of like, I feel like we're really disconnected from how things function outside of social media and technology. That these terms that we throw around so loosely, we sort of get disconnected from their actual meanings and weight a lot. Yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge that there are implications and there's weight to every single thing that you say. And that's why um, it's so important to think before you speak, consider other people's feelings um, and, you know, consider different sources for what the actual truth may be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else for us today? I think you have a good example of that written down. Oh, yeah. Um, So... I think uh, impacting meaning. So the use of the word trigger, I'm sure on like the dictionary or dot com or whatever, the use of it has skyrocketed. I guarantee it. Um, And so the word trigger, which used to have a lot of meaning for people. um, Yeah. If you get triggered by, uh, for instance, like a suicide scene, that can be that can be really triggering for people. It can be it can make them feel. It can bring up a lot of emotions in them. You know, and a lot of people had trigger warnings for things that were really serious, like traumatic events that triggered their PTSD or uh, trigger warnings that they needed that would send them into anxiety attacks or panic attacks. And like, this was a really serious issue. Trigger warnings were only put on things that were extremely graphic or extremely messed up or things that would directly trigger something that had to do with trauma. Yeah, and so I, I, I've seen the word trigger used very lightly for things that may not be triggering. Um, and so now it's become almost a joke. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're going to get triggered if I say something. Yeah, like uh, being someone who plays video games a decent amount, it, you, it gets thrown around so much. It's like a joke now that it almost feels non-serious when I see it, even in serious context, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, I've seen like trigger warning, eating breakfast and stuff like that. Like, what are you like? Honestly, if if you're really sensitive and you have a lot of triggers that, you know, happen in the real world, it's probably the best idea for you to take a break from social media. If those things are really, really, really triggering to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so people's perception of the word trigger has changed it's seen more as a joke now than anything else and so when you're warning someone about the content of something you have to change the language you use to warn them about it because the word trigger its meaning has entirely changed its context its connotations all of these things that we've already talked about they have changed so that the word is no longer a serious word yeah um and that with that you know the truth um just make sure that you communicate with people, especially in any sort of altercation, anything you're talking about where, where the truth is up for debate. Sit down and have that conversation, please. Yeah, your perceptions, your uh, communications, they influence how people perceive the truth. And so be mindful of that yeah. when you talk to people or accuse people or whatever, whatever you're doing. Be mindful of uh, perception and truth. And if you want to hear the truth, honestly... At KYRS, we're a nonprofit, so we run completely off of donations and support from our listeners like you. So if you want to help our station, our show, if you want to donate to us, text Give KYRS to 44321. And if you want to follow us on Instagram and tune into our live streams where you see me juggle a phone four times in every episode, trying to figure out how to answer it, visit us on Instagram at TabbyCatKYRS, where we post updates and go live every Sunday at 2. 
Yeah, we'll figure out how to answer the phone for you guys next week. Yeah. We'll figure it out between then. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Bye, That's guys. the truth. Bye, guys. This is KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Goodbye.